Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Shane Foss is the founder and CEO of Hooray Health, a limited benefit medical plan provider, and now finally a guest on Money Savage Maximize. Welcome, Shane. Hey, thanks, George. Really excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on, and it is time to go. Shane, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right, well, I've uh, been married 25 years and uh, have uh, two wonderful kids. And so I uh, grew up in northern Minnesota. I'm now in beautiful Dallas. So it's been a, a quite a quite a run. We uh, um, I ended up in Texas via the military. So it was a, a what you call a scrub tech in the uh, in the Air Force and uh, assisted surgeons during surgery and fell in love with the healthcare space. And now I'm here. I started Hooray Health uh, a few years ago and really trying to solve a problem that is uh, really rampant over the uh, United States, which is an uninsured population of people that are hourly and part-time right now. So uh, that's me in a nutshell. Nice. Appreciate that. So Shane, I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota. Where where, where are you from? Cloquet. Cloquet. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, we were, we're, we're planning our summer trip up to Duluth right now. Okay, perfect, man. Well, we can talk a little bit more about that offline. Nice. Oh, well, we, and, and we can also do the handshake. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So perfect. Um, so that, that 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 was really one of the, the the key things that I wanted to to talk about from a level setting standpoint is what the problem really is that you are working to address and 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 how how that really manifests. So you said uninsured, this uninsured population of people. Let's 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 dig into that a little bit more. Well, so let's look at uh, since Obamacare or the ACA. Um, if you look every year, uh, healthcare costs have gone up, you know, 20 to 30%. Everything else in the United States is, you know, going down. Um, health insurance costs continue to go up and, uh, and incomes actually are staying flat, right? So how does a family or an individual uh, afford health insurance if they're, uh, it's not an employer-sponsored program where they're contributing, you know, 50 to 75%? Um, and the answer is they can't. And so what I've done is um, to address this issue, which is really people not having insurance or having access to affordable health benefits. We looked at really, you know, if, if I'm under the age of 45, I'm going to go to the doctor on average 1.9 times a year. You know, I'm going to go get my wellness exam and, you know, I'm sick and I'll go see a, a provider. Well, the problem is there's not an affordable way just to get basic access to basic health care. And so we created this very affordable, we are not an ACA qualified plan, we are not major medical. What it is is 
we have, uh, I built a national network of retail clinics and urgent care. So that's CVS Minute Clinics, Walmart Clinics, uh, Ready Clinics. And then we have, uh, you know, major names, Concentra, NextCare in our urgent care network. And we have, we're in 46 states and we created a program where it's a fixed price. It's a $25 prepay where you pay your $25 and then any service rendered under that roof is covered believe it or not, for that $25. And then, of course, we you know we pay on the backside. Um, we're underwritten insurance. We are a fully insured product. But um, we took a, you know, we took something that was very um, simple and provided a lot of a lot of backend support to make it really easy for the end user and give them access to affordable health care. And so, uh, you know, it's a it's a huge issue because one in five Americans are sent to collections every year for an unpaid medical bill less than $600. I mean, that's 20% of the population, wow. and that's every year, by the way. So um, with us, there's no balance bill. And so it's a re- real simple, you know, low cost. I mean, our, our plan started about $80 a month um, and, uh, and can even go lower depending on the size of the employer. Nice. Well, I appreciate that right there. All right. So... So we have this massive population of people who are not covered. And so yep. therefore, when they get in trouble, which it sounds like 20% of us each year have some kind of a, a medical event where we require care and then it's it's too expensive for us to pay. So we get sent to collections and bad things happen. Yep. And so you identified that and you said, okay, this is, this is, this is, I don't want to use hyperbole, but this is a, an unacceptable situation. What, what can we be doing? And you went out mm-hmm. and you said there's all these, all these uh, minute care, urgent care clinics out there. Let's reach out to see if they wouldn't be interested in helping to solve this problem. And so you negotiated with them that you have a, just a, a, a monthly premium for, for lack of a better term, which gets paid, maybe it's around 80 bucks. And then every time they need care, it's $25 when they actually go in. Yep. And then we have $0 cost telemedicine. So think of, think of what's going on today in the market with COVID-19. So, you know, there's our largest employers in the nation. They were CEOs were in the hot seat. Why? Because their part-timers were complaining that they're the front row, right? So they are the front line, I should say. They're, they're the ones, the face of the business. They're interacting with the clients every day. And oh, by the way, they're, they're the ones that are, have to be there to you know, run the groceries through or restock the shelves. Well, guess what? They're at risk and they don't even have access to telemedicine today. And so the, now we, we, we have this phil, philosophical issue of, hey, how do we take care of our people? And so, you know, we, we've got a very low cost solution to take care of your employees very easily. And a lot of times it, it, the employer doesn't even have to contribute. We can, we can do it where they don't contribute anything. And, but we have the price so low because, you know, and, and the employee can, you know, for an hours of hour of salary per week, right. Um, they can pay for the premium. And so it's very inexpensive. And, um, again, it's just getting them access to where they can go call a doctor at zero dollar cost, right? Or they can go see a provider for twenty five dollars and don't have to worry about that balance bill. It's, a, it's you know, it's really for it's short term financial stability is really what we offer in this situation. Short term financial stability, nice. Okay. 
and so what's 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 the flip side of the coin? What do people who are who are not? Who, I guess it's it's not a proponent. So people who are who are against something like this, what do they point to and say that are 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 the flaws to your model? Yeah. So really, what happens is you've got um, you've got adverse selection, which is really the argument. But the reality, so what adverse selection is, is that they would choose my plan for $80 versus a major medical product, right? So that's kind of the argument is that you're pulling healthier people out of the pool of, and so you only have sick people in this major medical. Hmm. Well, the challenge with that argument is that these people don't have insurance. As a matter of fact, all of our material, we compete against not having insurance and, and, and we would love if everybody had major medical, if, if we went out of business that way, no problem, right? We have no issues with that. But the reality is you look at Texas, for instance, where we live today, best example, we have the highest uh, uninsured population in the United States and we're over 20% right now. So 20%, that's basically the city of Houston is uninsured in the state of Texas. And so what are we doing for that population? You know, it's, when you, when you talk to a manager that has part-time or uninsured population, right, the part-time or hourly, it, it's always the same conversation. They come in, they're sick, they have a fever, you know, they're getting everybody else sick. So they say, hey, look, you can't, you, you know, you can't get the rest of us sick or you can't, you know, if I'm in a massage, uh, if I'm in a, a spa, I can't get you getting our client sick, right? So you need to go home, go see a doctor. Well, I can't afford to go see a doctor. And so the challenge is it's this vicious circle, right? So you've, you've got people that can't miss their paycheck. So they go, you know, then they get sent home and then they're home sick for three or four days when they could have been, you know, back to work two days ago because they just needed some, you know, rest and maybe some Tamiflu or something like that to, um, to where they can get the, uh, where their, uh, contag- their, con- uh, contagious, there we go, uh, down. So, I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's the same story over and over. Yeah, it's like a chicken and the egg kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. is, is it a matter of that people just aren't aware of, of this option, so that's why they don't take advantage of it? Yeah, so you know we're we're still new to the market. I mean, we have um, we have national employers uh, that are, are rolling us out or have rolled us out, and uh, we're doing really well there. I think the what's happened with COVID is it's really. Um, shed light on the, the fact that this part-time or contingent or hourly workforce that um, does not have access to health care today, uh, you know, needs to get it. So I think, you know, we're, we're really in the, um, uh, in the front lines now. I think we're talking to a lot of employers, large employers that are looking at opportunities to, to you know, offer a, a low-cost option for them to at least have access to basic health care needs. And, um, and you know that's uh, it, it, getting the word out is always the hardest part, right? It's it's always you know because when we talk to employers, uh, you know they're like, "Hey, where have you been? I've never heard of you before," right? right. And so it just it just takes time. That's what we're doing here today, Shane. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it. So, well, getting the word out. Yeah. So I, if we walk through a practical example, um, we're having this conversation on May the eighteenth. Um, if somebody does think that they have symptoms of, of COVID, how, how would it work under your plan? Well, if, if they have symptoms, first thing they would do is uh, on our mobile app, they would 
press the telemedicine button and call telemedicine and talk to a telemedicine provider. And then what the telemedicine provider would do is they would assess whether or not uh, they needed to go see a physician. So if you have comorbidities in the sense that you have asthma or you're struggling breathing or, or there's other some more severe symptoms that you're going through, they would send you to the emergency room to go in and then possibly get in um, uh, uh, checked in. But the reality is um, it's, you know, 99% of people would call the telemedicine provider and they'd say, stay home, rest, and uh, may, they may uh, prescribe you one of the two drugs that they're saying has some effect on it right now uh, and and just rest and stay home and for the next, you know, 14 days. Got it. And perhaps that, that's, that's a little bit of a, a tricky example because there's a lot of unknowns about it, but what what, sure. what if I just have something? Maybe I have, and I think I have an ear infection. What how, mm-hmm. how, how 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 would that scenario work? Sure. So real easy. So you could either an ear infection is a pretty simple simple diagnosis. You can use telemedicine at zero dollar cost, or you could just um, open up the mobile app and find one of our locations. Uh, click the location. Make sure that uh, they're open, and uh, then go to the location present your ID card, your Hurray Health ID card, they'd accept $25 uh, prepay. And then you'd go in, see the see the provider, they'd uh, look in with the otoscope, look in your ear, and uh, see that you had an infection, they'd probably prescribe you azithromycin. And then you'd take the mobile app and you'd look up azithromycin on the mobile app, and it'd show you where to go to get the lowest price cost, usually about eight to $9. And then you would have the um, physician call it in on that number that that's there. And then you would present that to uh, the pharmacist when you went to pick it up, pay your nine bucks and you're good to go. Got it. And, and what's a typical then flip side of that coin if I don't have anything and I just walk into an urgent care or something like that to, 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 to get treated. Do you have a sense of what the cost would have been? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be anywhere from 350 to $550. Mm, Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it's it's really it's what they call billed charges, and so whenever you go see a physician, it doesn't matter whether you're it's a hospital, a primary care, urgent care, retail clinic. What they do is they they have billed charges, which is inflated numbers. So if you're not somebody that's willing to call up and negotiate, the issue is you're you're going to be expected, and they'll send you to collections for that bill, um, and uh, you know that three hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, that's what you're going to be held accountable for. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. So when, when we're reading about, uh, well, when, when I'm reading about the state of California suing Uber and, and trying to classify their employees as, or, right. or, or rather their, their, their people as employees versus independent contractors, is this a solution that, that you would love, probably love to have Uber use? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think we would, we'd be a great fit for that population. Um, you know, the challenge is how they're, you know, they're classifying them as a 1099 or an independent contractor. Well, there's a lot of taxation IRS rules around independent contractors. Now, um, our plan, we can actually offer through uh, an employer for independent contractors 1099, but Uber would not do that because that would, you know, that'd be one more argument for the state of California and the state of New York to uh, you know, justify calling them employees. Got it. So kind of unintended consequences, if you would. Yeah, I appreciate that. So for 
um, I'm thinking about uh, are, are there certain employer groups that are just perfect for what for for this? Is it restaurants, service industry, like that? Or? Yeah, absolutely. So, restaurant groups, retail, large retail, smaller retail, um, hospitality. So hotels. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you know the people in the background are hourly and you know cleaning the hotel rooms and you know probably don't have uh, healthcare coverage. Um, you're looking at some manufacturing, uh, you look at delivery services, um, you look at, uh, uh, trucking stuff like that. Yeah. So any place where you have a large population of either part time or just hourly population that, um, you know, you may have, you know, 50, 50 people in a corporate office and then they have, you know, 10,000 outside that are, you know, part time, part time or hourly. Got it. Nice. Well, Shane, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So uh, take care of your people. That's that's my tip. Take care of your people. Give them access to basic health care needs. Make sure that you're meeting that short-term financial goal for your people. Um, you know, enough there, – there's so many employers that don't take in the whole picture and, uh, you know, look at those solutions. Those are – you know, they're the people that – that can make a positive or negative experience for your customers. They're the ones that show up every day um, and they're the ones that make you money. So make sure that you're taking care of them. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on, come on. Jane, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can they figure out if this is a good fit for their, uh, for their people? Yeah. So, uh, www.hooray, H-O-O-R-A-Y, healthcare.com. You can learn all about us, and then you can uh, request information via the website. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shane your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to hoorayhealthcare.com, check out all the great resources, and learn more about the offering. I'll list all that in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Shane. Hey, thanks, George. Really appreciate the time. And until next time, keep up the good fight as we are all in this together.